Hello there. A couple of days ago uh, we were looking at the importance and the necessity of trusting in the Lord and walking by the Spirit as opposed to uh, doing things in our own strength, with our own resources, with our own gifts, with our own abilities. And in that we're not saying that our own resources, our gifts and our abilities are worthless it's where we put our trust. And so often when we are gifted, when we are successful, the mistake we make is we put our trust in the things that we did that made us successful instead of the Lord. And those things get us somewhere, but it's nothing like what happens when we lean into him, when we trust in him, when we fall on him, when we recognise that underneath us are his everlasting arms and we rest in his arms and not in our own understanding and abilities. And so often uh, the Lord has to break us in order to make us a blessing. And that is a biblical principle. Jesus broke the bread uh, before it was multiplied to give to 5,000. Uh, at the Last Supper, he broke the bread and uh, he was broken, uh, and out of his brokenness came life. Out of the broken bread came life. And he breaks us not to hurt us, not to harm us, but in order to cause us to put our trust in him. In the Old Testament, there's a wonderful little story in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. And Jehoshaphat was uh, king of Judah. And uh, the armies of Moab and Ammon came against Judah and they were far superior. They were much bigger. And Jehoshaphat and the people of Israel, they came to the end of themselves. They didn't know what to do. And in verse 12 of 2 Chronicles 20, Jehoshaphat prays this prayer. O Lord, we do not know what to do, but our eyes are fixed on you. What an amazing prayer. What a, what, I want to pray that prayer every day. Lord, I don't know what to do, but my eyes are fixed on you. And they, they realised, I can't do this, but you can. And they listened and they obeyed and they defeated uh, the Ammonites and the Moabites in a great victory as God led them. And that can be true in our lives. So how does this happen? How do we do that? Well, it's really, really practical. We pray. We pray. We ask him. We say what Jehoshaphat said. I don't know what to do. Help me. We ask the Holy Spirit to speak to us. Our eyes are fixed on you. Holy Spirit, would you guide me? I'm weak your power is made perfect in my weakness. That's what you said. That's what you promised. Well, I come weak. I come dependent. And then you listen. You have the humility to listen. Lord, I wait for you. Is this what you're saying? I will trust you. I will listen for your voice. And when you speak, I will obey I will not second guess you. I will do what you say when you say. Now, we can ask 
questions like, well, how do I know it's the Lord? Well, do you know when you're dependent, when you've come to the end of yourself, when you're prepared to obey when he speaks, it is amazing how you recognize his voice. It's amazing how you just begin to know. And even though you'll have doubts, even though you might not be sure, you say, Lord, if I've got this wrong, I'm weak. Underneath are your everlasting arms and you will catch me. I believe this is you and so I'm going to go for it. One of the things I love about David is that he was so dependent on the Lord in the good days and the bad days. One of the amazing things about the story of uh, Jacob is when you see him in his early years, um, he was full of ambition and full of full of himself and he tricked um, Esau out of the inheritance. He ended up going to a distant country. He ended up meeting a schemer that was worse than him, Laban, who became his father-in-law. And everything went wrong for Jacob. And then at the end, as he was on his way back, before Esau came to meet him and he was sure <clears throat> that Esau would kill him, he the Lord comes to him as an angel of the Lord as, uh, and, and um, they wrestle till dawn. And Jacob says, I'm not letting go of you until you bless me. I'm not letting go of you until you bless me. And he, he fought and he fought and he fought. And then the angel of the Lord hit Jacob's thigh and it was broken. And that's how the Lord blessed him. Because from that moment on, he walked with a limp, but he also walked with, a, uh, as it were, an emotional limp where he wept easily, where he try, didn't try and manipulate things as he had done, where he, he trusted the Lord in a new way. He was broken and so he was malleable. So he was willing to trust not his own ingenuity, but the Lord. God wants to get us to that place. I implore you, walk in the spirit, learn how to do it, grow in it, spend time listening to him, step out in faith and trust in him and knowing that if you get it wrong, he will hold you. If you get it wrong, nobody will die. If you get it wrong, you, you know what? When you've had as many failures as I've had, Failure doesn't phase you anymore. It really doesn't. And um, I'd rather, if I'm going to go down, I'd rather go down in a great big blazing ball of fire spectacularly, trying to serve Jesus, than wimp away in a corner. Listen to him. Ask him to fill you with his spirit every day. Learn to watch for what he does. Our eyes are fixed on you and just see what begins to happen. Let's grow up into Christ as Jesus was obedient to his father, even unto death. Oh, may we be granted the gift of faith that results in obedience because we're totally dependent 
especially in our brokenness. My grace is enough, said the Lord to Paul, for my power is made perfect in weakness. God bless you.